Welcome back. It's the Dynasty Rogue Podcast. The draft is getting a lot closer. So we got some interviews with some of these prospects. Today, we got receiver Floyd Allen. You've heard of A.J. Brown. You've heard of D.K. Metcalf. But let's get to know another receiver in the NWO, the fast and physical slot receiver. Once again, Floyd Allen. Welcome, Floyd. How you guys doing? Good, good. All right, so in the in the uh, fantasy football community and the football community, we know of AJ Brown and DK Metcalf, but we have we don't know very much about Floyd Allen. So first, uh, why don't you tell the people about Floyd Allen on the field? There's not much tape to watch, so can you kind of describe your style of play and maybe some of the plays that you make in practice? Well, my style of play is. Fast and physical, uh, and I'm very technique sound when it comes to you know my route running. Um, a lot of plays that I make are you know the tough catches because uh, a lot of people don't want to go across the middle because seeing all those linebackers in there, they may be a little afraid to go across the middle. But you know I don't have no fear when it comes to that. So you know I, I get the the yards that you know we need to get, and when allowed, you know I, I make the big plays. Perfect. You you play with. Uh... The NWO, nasty wideouts. So how can you describe that locker room and maybe some of the race, the relationships you built with those guys? Uh, the locker room is is basically a room for the alpha dogs. Like when you come into you know the NWO, you have to know either you're gonna be a shark or you're gonna be a goldfish. Like you got to make that choice fast because if not, you're just gonna get left in the shadows of everybody else. As far as the you know relationships, like. I made the relationship I made with them, like every one of them are my brothers for life. You know, we always had each other's back. We always help each other when, you know, whether it be off the field or on the field, you know, we both we all know that, you know, we can call on each other whenever we're needed. Nice. Uh so I also heard uh, a lot of good things about your pro day. Um tell us about that process. How did you prepare? Um and what did you do differently than your normal training? Uh, as far as pro day, pro day was a long grind because the guys that I was training with, we've been training from like early January and all the way up to pro day. So it was a long grind, but, uh, the things that we did that were different were we did a lot, lot less lifting and more running in the sense where we were just conditioning our bodies, uh, making sure that we were able to do every drill at full speed. Uh, and it was a little different though because, you know, Going from being a going from a football player to becoming a track athlete all over again, which was right. you know something that that was a little different. But other than that, yeah, football is football, so you know the routes were routes, and you know catching was just catching. So yeah, he tested well in the forty, tested well in the short shuttle, in the sixty. Let's talk about your three cone. You and I both know seven six nine. You slipped on that, huh? Uh, that that was a mistake because uh, I, I also seen the seven six nine and there's there's no way I I could slip and not run the seven six nine. So uh, <laughs> uh, I think the numbers that were kind of messed up when when it got back to the coaches because I've seen a lot of people had me at like a seven flat and then I've seen some had me at a six nine. So I think uh, those numbers were a little. A little false. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what we thought too. We talked a little bit about your on the field experience, um, but you've taken a crazy off the field route to get here. 
you're a backup quarterback in high school. You switched to receiver, um, and you had some interest from colleges, and then you tore your ACL. Can you take mm-hmm. us through your mindset at that time? Because I'm sure it's pretty tough. That was tough. Uh, I ended up tearing my ACL at LSU camp um, oh, the man. day before my birthday, and it was literally the worst birthday I've had in my life. But um, it just taught me, you know, it taught me a lesson that, you know, that, you know, you just got to take everything in stride, you know, trust the process. And, you know, with me trusting the process, you know, I ended up at Ole Miss. So, you know, it, it was a blessing in disguise. Man, that is crazy. So what do you think you drew from that experience that is going to help you um, achieve success at the next level? Uh. One thing, or from the injury? Yeah. Uh, well, my main thing that I learned from the injury is just never let anything get you too high and never, you know, never let anything get you too low as far as, you know, injuries and success. You know, I always try to stay even kill and just roll with the punches because it, it did suck for me, you know, to be injured, but, you know, it also taught me to be more technique sound with my route so, you know, that I'd never be put in a situation where I would tear my ACL on a route. Okay. Going back a little bit to your journey to Ole Miss, I have a question. When you were at El Camino College, was your quarterback Mm -hmm. David Sills? Uh, Yeah, my boy David. That is so funny, yeah, because we're scouting him too, and his journey's crazy. That's that's interesting that you guys were both at El Camino at the same time. Mm -hmm. That was my guy right there. Um, Both both on the field and maybe non-football-wise, who do you uh, who do you model yourself after, and maybe like what do you admire most about their game? Uh, for me, I model my game after Stephon Diggs, um, Keenan Allen, and Steve Smith. Reason being is Steve Smith is roughly around my height. We're both both five nine, but you know Steve Smith was you know five nine. And he was a straight dog. He was one of the best receivers in the league at five nine, which you know showed me that you know no matter what the height, you know you can beat you know the best receiver in the league always. And Keenan Allen with you know his releases, because you know he he had some of the best releases in you know in the NFL. And then Stephon Diggs again. I'm a big route technician guy, and he's one of those guys who runs some of the best routes in the NFL. So, you know, I always love watching this film. I always love, you know, watching everything he does. I even watch his, uh, his Instagram story to see what workouts he do just so I can feel his workouts. <laughs> those, those guys are really my favorite players right now. Also, Antonio Brown, because, again, Antonio Brown is, you know, one of, if not the best receiver in the league. Oh, yeah. As a as a Steelers fan, that is my guy. I cannot believe everything that's going on right now is just crazy. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy. You know, I hate I hate to see how everything's going, but you know, you know, it's a business, so you know, I understand how how it's being moved around. Yeah, are you uh are you thinking about kind of staying away from social media? Um, uh, no, not really. My social media presence isn't really you no know, that crazy. You know, I was. You know, check in on my Instagram and my Twitter just to, you know, open some messages just because I have 
you know, kids that will be in me after hearing my story, and they'll tell me, like, man, you know, your story's amazing. You know, I've always wanted to, I've always been that same kid to DM somebody who I've looked up to. So whenever, you know, they responded to me, it always felt great to me. So I was just like, you know, pay that favor. That's awesome, man. Yeah, going back to that, that story, um, I watched that video of when you got your scholarship. Man, that mm-hmm. must have been awesome. Can you describe that day and maybe some of the things you felt? Uh, the day seemed pretty normal, but, uh, it was just something about that practice that just felt a little off. Cause, you know, we usually know when somebody's mic'd up. So, you know, everybody's like, we call them the feds and, oh, you mic'd up today. So, you know, we gotta watch what we say. And <laughs> Coach Pillar, Coach Pillar was mic'd up today. And I don't know what it was. It just, I felt something was going on, but I really wasn't worried about it. I was locked in on practice and, Towards the end of practice, you know, I was crazy tired because we just did two-minute drill. And then Coach Luke called us up. And immediately when he said, you know, a one-on-one for whatever's in the bag, I was no longer tired. I was like, hey, man, look, if you don't win this one-on-one, hey, NWO is going to clown you. <laughs> you know, and that, because that, that's one thing we, we are known for. We win the one-on-one. You know, regardless who in front of you, you could be a first, you could be a first round draft pick, or you could be an undrafted, undrafted uh, rookie free agent. Like you know, you could be the best in, in the country. You know, if you get one on one with us, we our goal is to beat you regardless. I was just thinking, like, hey, just win, no matter what, just win. And then after I made the catch, I was I was so hyped about just winning for the offense. I completely forgot about the whole bag situation. I was just thinking, like, man, everybody going crazy. What? What can I do right now that's gonna make him get go more crazy? I know I said, "Hey, just do a backflip," and boom! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And then I come up to Coach Luke and he's like, "What's in the bag?" And I grab the paper out the bag. I'm thinking, all I hear him in the background saying is, like, "What's well, certificate?" And I'm thinking, like, "Oh snap! I got some seafood. Like, oh, I'm finna have me the the best day ever." And then I read it. <laughs> And it was like, you have been awarded a full athletic scholarship. And I was like, oh, tripping. And before I got a chance to read it again, everybody was just like, ah. <laughs> and like they, everybody just rushed me. And I was just like, I was like, hold on. Wait, this for real? And it was just like, it was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe it. Man, that sounds awesome. All that hard work paid off. You got a D1 scholarship to Ole Miss. That is awesome. Congrats, man. And thank you. I really do appreciate it. it is, again, to this day, like, you know, I'll go inside of the uh, indoor facility and just look around and be like, man, I really, I really made it here. Like, even though I'm already done, it's just like, you know, you appreciate, you know, the journey and reaching this, you know, pinnacle in my life. It's just like, man, like, I really came a long way just to get here. Good stuff, man. Um, so I heard uh, after football's over, you're, you're thinking about being a, a surgeon? Uh, yeah, that was uh, one of my plans uh, because, you know, I've always wanted to be a surgeon since, like, I was in the sixth grade. And, you know, my, my one of my goals in life is to always tell people, hey, you know, what better way than, you know, being a surgeon where I can, you know, literally be able to help them, like, do surgery. Yeah, uh, as, of, as of right now, uh, I also want to, you know, do a lot of motivational speaking that's going off behind my story and also just want to work on being an entrepreneur and just investing in businesses and, you know, going back to my old neighborhood, you know, investing in there, you know, trying to give kids, you know, an opportunity, you know, to reach, to reach the levels that I've reached. That's awesome. Uh, right now for my full-time job, I, uh, I design medical devices to treat brain aneurysms. So, 
Yeah, just keep just keep working at it, man, and you'll for sure get there. Just use all the resources you can, and you're making a bunch of connections right now. You'll do it, man. Just keep it going. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Let's go to the uh, the fantasy football side of the game. Do you play mm-hmm. fantasy football? Uh, not as much. No, I've always it, it's kind of hard to really choose, you know, all all the players that you you need to. So I just kind of stayed stayed away from it. Oh, okay, okay. So you're not you're not gonna draft yourself in the first round this year? Uh, see, you know, like I said, I, I really wasn't on fantasy football like that, but you know, I was for sure pick it up this year, you know, and I I get a chance to pick myself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, we got we got an opening coming up next year. We'll give you a call. Hey, um, listen, no, I need that. Hey, man, it was good talking to you. Research your story, man. It, it's awesome. We're we're behind you. We're rooting for you. I hope you are successful in anything you do in football and after football. If there's anything else you want the the people to know about you, um, go ahead. Well, if I could say anything else, uh, I just want the people to know, like, man, I'm a hardworking guy, you know. Whichever team, you know, know, decides to get me, they'll get, you know, a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. You know, my work ethic has been unmatched. Uh, Again, I've always, you know, improved year after year, so... No, just look out for me. You know, I'm going I'm gonna be the next upcoming receiver. Hell yeah. Four down, baby. Woo! Thank you guys for having me. All right, Four down. Hey, in this game of football, we play chess, not checkers.
Brody Oliver, receiver 6'3", 210, out of Colorado School of Mines. Hey, Brody, in this game of football, we play chess, not checkers.